What's going on, everybody? Welcome to what'd you call it last week, Zach? Our preview episode. Yeah, preview. That, the preview. The, name? the preview for football this week. Uh, but we do have baseball to start off. Cardinals, Brewers, MLB news from around the league as there's only like two or three weeks left in the season. Yeah. Um, college football week three, NFL week two. We have our predictions, things to watch for. We have our did you see it's like we always do. Um, and in the middle of it, we have, I guess, maybe probably towards the beginning because football always takes a while. Um, Nathan Walker of the St. Louis Blues will be joining us. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but Zach, you doing all right? You doing good? I'm doing good. Yeah. Living, surviving, thriving. <laughs> thriving. There you go. Um, yeah, I've been good. Just been busy with work. Um, yeah, that's really all I've done. Watched the Cardinals yesterday. Obvious reasons. If you're a Cardinal sure. fan and didn't watch. Yep. Fake. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, uh, excited to watch the Cardinals. The Cardinals play tonight, correct? Yeah, yeah so the Brewers again. No. The Reds. Reds, yeah. yeah the Brewers are just a two-game series. Yeah, watch mm-hmm. the Cardinal game. Honestly, if Albert's in the lineup, I will watch the Cardinal game. If he's not, I'll probably watch football. That's a good yeah, that's a good way to think, yeah. And that's cheer true. for Justin Herbert. Me too, bro. So I, I we'll, we'll go over our predictions, but I'm I'm afraid with no Keenan Allen tonight, it's going to be kind of tough for him. Yeah, they're yeah. going to need somebody to step up. Maybe Mike Williams, who didn't do anything next last week, can yeah, well, can do something. Herbert played good. Last, okay, we're getting. To, okay, we got to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but no, yeah, that Nathan Walker interview. Sadly, you weren't able to make it. I was. I told him even at the end. I was like, I we're was really grind. hoping. I was really hoping you guys were going to be able to make it because. Um, that was, that was a really good opportunity for us and a lot of fun. He's very personable and it seemed like he really enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, I guess we can get started with our, uh, Wait, AJ, see it. what's going on. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm chilling. I have, uh, I have work starting up, I guess, uh, coming up this next week. Finally. Um, what Is else this your like God awful schedule you set for yourself? Uh, the night shift. Yeah. Yeah. The night shift. Yep. Oh, God. But, um, yeah, that's going to be rough, but I've, I've been going to my classes ever since the Colorado trip. And then I just got my car back today and that thing looks good, dude. It, it looks, it looks, I don't know if you remember how bad it was looking before. Do you have, the, do you have a rim on the tires? It's still... I, don't, I, I don't have that. Okay. It can still identify your car. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it looks different cause it's super, they cleaned it out really well, I guess. So it looks really like, I don't know, on the nice, inside? but on the, uh, tire where the rims. Ooh, listen. nice. But the front part, you didn't, you never saw a picture. I got to send you a picture of what it looked like. It was completely falling off. And so it looks pretty nice, pretty good. But, uh, yeah, what I'm time doing does good. your shift start at work? So usually it's going to be 11 o'clock or usually it's going to be 10 o'clock to 6 30 a.m. Um, it's awful. <laughs> but then, uh, this week they, they needed me somewhere else. They needed me in Overland instead of Ballin. And so I'm going 11 to 5.30, but she said she's going to pay me for the eight hours. And then I'm also working with the pool table shop that I worked with last summer uh, just for these next two Saturdays because they need somebody. So mm-hmm. anyway, I mean, I got I got plans. Do you go you know? to in-person classes? Uh, two of them. Monday, I Wednesday, forgot, Friday. I forgot school started for you. I know. It's brutal, bro. It's brutal. I, I mean, I say it's brutal. I just wish I was done like you guys were. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, my classes aren't too bad. And I, Honestly, I, mean, I wish I was back in school. It's so yeah. much more fun. Yeah. Well, the the one class, that, I guess all the classes are kind of now, and you would know, kind of based towards what I'm doing. And so mm-hmm. it, it's it's more beneficial than just taking like it's the first exciting. two years. Yeah, it is for sure. It's more enjoyable. Like I literally wrote 
my assignment the other day was uh, <clears throat> what find a sporting event you want to watch, talk about what they talk about in the pregame show, what they talk about in the postgame show, and then send it. And I was like, that's the easiest. Like that is awesome. That's literally kind of what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yes, yeah, so I'm doing good, and uh, I'm ready to talk sports with you. So, um, do you want to get us started with your with your did you see it? I yeah, always I have, have a trouble lot. saying that. I have a lot, and I thought of another one right now that I had to say right now because I will forget. And it was last night, obviously, Wayno and Yachty had their um, historic night, 325 games started, record that will most likely never be broken. Um, But did you see at the beginning whenever uh, um, I think Dan asked Jim, like, do you, or Jim said, he's like, I don't think I have anything to say. Or he's like, and he's like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to say anything. And someone tweeted, he's like, Two th- two historic nights, Yadi Nueno, <laughs> the record, and Jim Edmond said, "I don't think I have anything to say right now." <laughs> That's awesome. I didn't, I didn't see that. I heard um, him say that, but yeah, yeah. Um, but then of course he went shut up the rest of the game. Oh, he's he, he's awful, man. Um, so my other did you see it is Max Kellerman on ESPN. They show Albert Pujols home run against the Pirates, the go ahead home run, um, on Sunday, I believe. We may have talked about him hitting the home run, but I didn't see this until a little later. But he was kind of like inferring when he was talking about it that Pools is like cheating, like juicing. He's like, he hit the home run. He's like, how is he able to do all this when he hasn't been playing great the last few years or whatever? And so just kind of like saying he's juicing ESPN going downhill. Um, That made me mad. Yeah, I don't want really watch ESPN that much at all anymore. I, I don't, I don't anymore either. It used I to agree. be so good. I think yeah. social media is taken away because top ten, you'd like go and get pumped, and they don't have like oh, um, Stan Verrett and Neil on there anymore. Those are my guys. Yeah, and they don't have oh, what's his name? He just retired like the other year. Oh, he's so funny. I mean, Kenny even Maine. the. Oh, Kenny's good, yeah. And and they put Scott Van Pelt on like the late night one, so you never see him. Yeah. I mean, and even I mean it's been several years, but Stuart Scott was an OG yeah. growing up and stuff. I got like sad whenever he was like when he passed away. Yeah. Yeah. Um but um another thing I saw was Kirk Cousins uh fit to his press conference after the game Sunday. Uh-huh. He was just wearing I don't know if you can see my screen. He's just wearing like a a button down like short sleeve shirt that's like plaid. It's like beige tan, and it's a uh, um like someone was like Kirk Cousins going into a Coles and getting like excited, <laughs> and then Michael Jr. tweeted he's like it's like his pictures like kind of stand like this with hands on his hips, and it's like uh Kirk when asked about the recent rain said we needed this, so he looks this, like a dad. Uh, yeah, complete dad fit. That's what yeah. I was gonna say. And then uh, another one from the NFL. This is my last one, I think. Unless I think okay. of another one. Yeah. Was they're interviewing Tyreek Hill. And <laughs> the Dolphins went for fourth down. Like, I think fourth and seven, they got it. And Tyreek Hill in the press conference said, uh, McDaniels is going to need a wheelbarrow for his nuts to carry them around. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. That was <laughs> yeah. funny. Yeah, that was good. That was good stuff. Um, is that all yours all together or just football? Those are all of them. Okay. So mine, mine is, and I, I guess we could have probably saved it for uh, the NFL segment, but uh, I had my Super Bowl uh, last Monday night <laughs> with the Seahawks winning, bro. I, I went on live afterwards, and I was telling people, 
I under because we had Broncos fans in there, which was kind of cool. But I was because they were like, uh, I knew I knew we shouldn't uh, trade it for us. <laughs> like, like come on. But no, I know we're going to be bad this year. Like, I know five and twelve, maybe four and thirteen. But that was a tremendous job defensively, and I don't know if you got to see it. Two I goal line, some of it, yeah. Two goal line stops on the one they fumbled. Like, mm-hmm. if you th- if you actually think about it, the Broncos probably could have won by maybe two touchdowns. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. What do you think about the last? The how it ended. So it, okay, they, so I yeah. I actually listened to Pat McAfee show and they were yeah. talking about it and Daniel Hackett literally came out and said, um, he said he's like looking back we should have gone for it but when we were going in there we said our target was if we get to the forty six yard line we're gonna kick a field goal and so it was like fourth and long I didn't see it I went to bed because it was like ten o'clock and it was like the third quarter I'm like yeah I'm I'm done yeah. um. I know it's the Seahawks Broncos that (laughs) doesn't get me going. (laughs) Um, But he said that it was like fourth and long and then they threw to Javante and he got a bunch of yards and then it was fourth and five. And then uh, he realized he got him to the 46 yard line. So he's like, trust their kicker and have him go out there and try to kick it. But he's kind of in like a a tough situation because if he puts the kicker and he makes, it's like, Oh, he's so smart. And then if he, has uh Russell Wilson go out and try to get the first down and he doesn't get it, it'd be like, Oh, why didn't why'd you go for that? Why didn't you kick it? So Exactly. Either exactly. way he's gonna get yelled at. For sure. Um uh, I was I was sweating that last drive though, because I was like, man, we didn't we went three and out and then punted to him and I was like, it's yeah, it's Russ at home. It just it felt perfect like he was gonna win it. Um I will say with the fourth and five though, our defense was playing really well all night. Uh, the new guy we got from the Chargers in the offseason in 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 Wusu, I think, or Uchenna in Wusu or in Wuso or whatever. He played tremendous. Um, but I, I probably, I mean, we can talk about it more in the NFL segment for sure. But Jamal Adams um, out for the season. I know that one hurts, and it was Injury like kind of prone. a so much man, so, so much. Yeah, that one really hurts. But I thought Gino Glad the was, Cowboys didn't trade for him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought uh, I thought Gino was. Um, really good now a lot of people are like blowing it up even more like gino is who did they say gino is better than trey lance uh somebody said that today like, <laughs> you, you think so you think so know. would you go okay because I, I i think he did a tremendous job not turning over the football he made he for like 150 yards didn't he yeah it was like 195 um which is which is good i mean but people are acting like he threw 350 so yeah. he he did. He just did a really good job managing the game. He he used his legs really well, which um, mm. which kind of surprised me. But but yeah, I mean, we'll make our predictions for uh, the NFL Week Two, so we can talk about whatever there. But um, Cardinals Brewers, I guess we can get started here. Uh, it's just a just a two game set because we had Monday off and then <clears> Tuesday, <throat> Wednesday, and today's Thursday. Yeah, split. Um, yeah, split. The first game was not definitely not our best. Um, Montgomery kind of came out flat. I guess it's. His second kind of rough start, I would say. He had one against the Braves. He gave up like four yeah. or something they like that. still went like five innings that game. Yeah. He gave up won s- that game. Oh, the uh, the Braves game? Yeah. I think that's when we came back at the very end. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess he technically gave up six. Four were earned in this one. And then it was kind of just like a bullpen, Naughton, Thompson, Woodford, yeah. Stratton. So It's yeah, like the lose- Brewers, whenever they play us, they learn how to hit. Yeah, man, for real. For real, because I was—I mean, McCutcheon just has our number, doesn't he? Yeah. Like, holy cow, man. Uh, but yeah, they beat us eight <clears> to four. 
Um, and then Wednesday night, uh, you mentioned the tremendous history um, happening that night. I was kind of kind of getting worried because we were facing Burns, um, and he kills everybody, but especially us, it seems like. But uh, we did. I mean, Goldie's been in a in a big slump. He got a couple hits. Nato with a big homer. Um, Pujols. I think that was. Eight. You remember when Conlon said Arenado's only hit homers like the left of the bullpen? That was oh, to the right of the bullpen. There you go. There you go. You know, ever since he said that, <clears throat> every single time I hit one to deep right field on my video game, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's his first one. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then did you see Newt Bar's homer? Like, oh, it crushed four fifty. Four fifty. Yeah. Yeah. That's unreal. Everyone just started like jumping on Burns. I'm like, maybe that's a strategy. Just yeah. 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 Goldie uh, had two hits. Okay, that's good. He's at three twenty four now. Yes. And, and what is Wayne, Freddy? Freddie's three twenty nine. Okay. Wainwright wise, uh, definitely did not start hot at all, and then kind of got in his groove like he usually does. Um, he did give up eight hits in five innings. Only one uh, run came across though. And then the bullpen last night was really good. Palante, yeah. Hicks, Gallegos, Helsley, uh, four innings, two hits, no runs. That's that's um, the that's the that's the the four guys right there. Yes, for sure. Um. Yeah, I mean, I want to say Albert Zach drove Thompson. in a run too, a big insurance run, ro- roped a double. Yes, he did. Do you think he's? I mean, we got like eighteen games. Do you think we get there? Who do we play? Uh, let me look at the schedule. I know we have the Padres and Dodgers three each. So that that hurts. So that that's tough. hopefully Luis Urias is pitching because exactly. game over. They, they got lefties. I mean, Tyler Anderson. Uh, if Kershaw, what there, team like, is? Oh, the team that always has lefties on MLB the show is the Red Sox. Because when I oh, played them, okay. I obviously we don't face them. We faced them already. But when I played them in MLB the show, uh, Chris Sale was pitching. I scored like nine runs in the first inning. I was yeah. just raking. Because <laughs> yeah. everyone on our team destroys left-handed yeah. pitchers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have the Reds and the Padres at San Diego, which isn't a hitter's park. We play at the Brewers a two-game series. That's a hitter's park. Then we play at home. The last games against the Pirates, so the Pirates. Yes, I'm going to the. <laughs> and then we go to uh, Pittsburgh. Oh, we end six with the Pirates. Our last three, our last, yeah, because the last okay. three games are away. So I'm going September 30th, the first of that three game set, and I would think we should be pretty much clinched by then. How the? Yeah. I mean, how I think we're clinched now. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm to the yeah, that's true. Actually, that. I was thinking we need to clinch before Albert can play every day, but even if we're up six games with seven games remaining, he's better than Gorman. I guess really the only person you'd put is like, uh, you could DH Burleson or Mm -hmm. I guess Carlson's still in the DL or not the DL, the IL, IL, politically correct. Yeah. Um, and then Dickerson's up to 291 now. He keeps, yeah. uh, He's, he's our, uh, right. Field. Uh, yeah, because O'Neill didn't play last night. Yeah, I guess left field, right? Because Newt Bar, yeah, right? And, um, did they release the? I'm seeing if they released the lineup yet for the Cardinals. I think they did. I think they did. Oh, he's got in. an update earlier. Cool. Albert is. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Very exciting. Uh, but yeah, we got the Reds for. Is it? Is it four? Should be right or five? It's the five game, isn't yes. it? Yes. Good. Good. Yeah. There we go. Good. <laughs> I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Um, I guess we can go off uh, some standings from around the league. So Toronto has beaten yeah. Tampa three out of four. I think they were in the middle of a five game set. Game five is right now, actually. Uh, but they've they've leaped them 
and now Toronto's yeah. six back of the Yankees. Now, do you, do you, do you think there's any chance that the Yankees cough that up? I don't know. They've been eight and two in the last 10. So I think they may have kind of right in the ship a little bit. Also, yeah. Aaron Judge has gone like nuclear, like he has this whole season. <laughs> yes. Which I do want to talk to him after we go through these standings a little bit. Yeah. But I don't, um, like, I guess I don't know if they can beat him. I don't know if they play him. I'm assuming they may have a, another series with them. I really don't know. I'm, I'm sure they do. Let's see. Um, yeah. Double check on that real quick. Yeah. You're talking you start about Toronto. talking about something. You're talking about Toronto? Yeah. Okay. Um, Cleveland still up three games on the Chicago White Sox. They do play the Central. Three-game series. Where is it at? Uh, um, in Canada. Okay. Okay. I like them in that matchup, so I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Toronto is one of those teams, though, that could uh, keep an eye on in the playoffs because they could just mash their way there. They could know? just get hot, and exactly. maybe Jose Bar- Barrios learns how to pitch good again, and then boom. Exactly. You got exactly. three starters. Yeah. But I'm really excited to see Alex Manoa in the playoffs because he's just going to be yeah, very intense. Yeah, he's he's very entertaining. Yes. Um, but the Guardians up three games on the White Sox. Do you think the White Sox got a shot there? I mean, they're just hanging around all like, year. They're still there. I know. I, I think I like, Minnesota's done. Put a knife in them. Yes. Put a fork in them. I'm I'm leaning towards what you've been saying. So I've been a high on the White Sox since the season started. But you you were high on the Guardians. They don't strike out. Uh, they pitch well, and you know I don't know. They could knock off somebody for sure. They need Jose Ramirez to pick, like he's playing good, but need to pick it up like mm-hmm. a little more. Mm-hmm. And apparently, they have Rookie of the Year Stephen Kwan. Uh, if you know, you know on TikTok, everybody roasting that. Was, okay, somebody said on live today they were like. Uh, him over Julio, I would yeah, take said, Adley Rushman over Stephen Kwan. I know. I I put Adley and I put Bobby Witt because the numbers look better. But I understand if you want. I'd to take Kwan. Spencer Tork. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> um, but no, the the live today. Um, we were talking about what were we talking about today? I don't remember. Thank gosh, dang it, I, I forgot. But the Stephen Kwan on uh, on TikTok, people were uh, roasting me for that. Oh, on on live today, somebody said. Uh, how many how many times does somebody agree with your guys' takes? And I was like, honestly, not that much if you think about it. Like, I went through, if you think, like, all the comments that we get are actually mostly positive, which is a good thing, which means people are agreeing with us. But the Stephen Kwan one is, like, the biggest one. That was, like, 30 comments saying, you don't know what you're talking about. Where's Stephen Kwan? And I, I'm not going to lie, I did forget about him. <laughs> but, I I mean, Bobby. Exactly. He's not good. Yeah, yeah there you go. Um, in the West, that that thing's been over for a while. Houston, ninety three and fifty up to twelve, 12 and a half. Yeah, um, but I will say, I mean, I've I've been pretty high on them all year because I think their pitching's really good, um, and it's even gotten better. And then their offense has got some guys too. What do you think about Seattle making a deep run? Yeah, I think they can make a deep run. I would yeah. say they're like they have good pitchers, but I would say their lineup isn't like I don't know. Well, it's, it's that, not yeah. one that like I just think of, and I'm like, for sure. I think if Julio and Ty France and like Mitch Haniger, that's about it. For sure. For Which sure. Mitch Haniger back in there is obviously a huge um, boost. Definitely. Because Jesse yeah. Winker sucks now. I was about to say those those two additions. Eugenio's got a lot of power this year. I think he's at like 28 or 29. 31 homers, 84 RBIs. 31 homers. Honestly, yeah. pretty solid. 236 average, higher yeah. than he had last year. Yep. 335 on base, higher than he had last year. <laughs> yeah. Jesse Winker's the one though. That that's the one that um kind of hurts cuz he was batting 300 and plus with the Reds and 
Um, but yeah, I mean, pitching wise, their bullpen is ranked, I think, second in the league in a bunch of stats uh, combined or whatever. And then uh, rotation wise, you got Luis Castillo now, who's been dominant, Robbie Ray, Logan Gilbert, George Kirby's a rookie that's been really good, and Marco Gonzalez actually has a ERA under four as well. So, okay, but yeah, I don't think he's been pitching that great. A Marco? No. He's oh, really yeah. Bad. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, his record's not good either. But again, they just they need some kind of offense. Their averages aren't good. Uh, Carlos Santana, um, other guys, JP Crawford's really slowed down. He started off hot to start the year, but um, and then I guess National League wise, the Mets in Atlanta are still going at it. The Mets are currently a half a game above. Are you still rolling with uh, who do we say? We talked about this like every episode. You said you'd rather play the Mets. I said I'd rather play Atlanta. That's right. And who do, who do you got winning the division? Like, who do you think, I guess? So whoever wins is who will play. I think the Braves will end up with it. I kind of want out. the Braves to win because then I feel like the Mets will just fall apart. Yeah, exactly. And then all exactly. the Mets fans will get all mad. Which is I mean, they've fun. already – I feel like they have a ton of pressure to get it done this year. Oh, yeah. They, they have already like been up year. and down in, here in September. So, yeah, I we'll kind of want. I kind of want Milwaukee to steal uh, – do I want to play the Padres or Milwaukee? Honestly, either dub. I know. I, I think they we don't scare either. me as much. They really don't. Me neither. The Phillies don't scare me. Either. Milwaukee scares me a little more, honestly, just because of Burns. Yeah, exactly. But we hit them. Exactly. Um, yeah, in the Central, we're up eight games on Milwaukee. Um, looking good. 84 and 59. We're, we're staying about 25 games over. Hopefully, we can keep it going. Have you realized how good we are at home? 48 and 25. It's ridiculous. That's remarkable. Um, and then it's just, the, it's, it's just so nice when you have like, we've been winning so much this second half, just like playing up to our potential. It reminds me of, Oh, I don't know what year it was, but we won like a hundred games mm-hmm. and it just seemed like every night we won. It was just yeah. awesome. Yeah. And then along with that, you have all this history being made and yeah. records being chased. also another amount like, all the out or Wayno and Yadi Albert's like second in RBI or he's like 12 away from being second all time in RBI. That's just ridiculous. It's insane. He has like 2200 RBIs and he's played 22 seasons. So that's like a hundred RBIs average per year. That's remarkable. But yeah, uh, all these milestones the and then there's one milestone people are forgetting. Nolan Arenado is two home runs away from 300. From that's right. Night. That's right. Uh, that's right. And then isn't, I mean, Goldie should be getting close to f- four. He got 300 year. earlier this year, I think. Oh, that was this year. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to remember if that was last year or this year. Um, and then in the Amer- in the national league West, we have our first, um, division winner, the Dodgers, um, of course, 98 and 44. I think they've, I mean, they've got to be up against the Padres. They've, they've, they've got to, uh, be the favorite, right? Yeah. Even over the Astros, that division though is pretty solid when you're looking at it. For sure, like the, remember, the bottom half isn't as bad as what we thought. Yeah, I mean, at the beginning of the year, remember we were they're all over five hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, playoff playoffs are going to be fun, man. So hopefully the Cardinals can finish off strong here, get Albert to seven hundred, and uh, make a deep run. But um, you ready for your you ready for your time, Zach? What college are we talking college? about, Aaron Judge, right now? Oh, you want to talk to Aaron Judge? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I, was tra- I was ready to transition to college football for you. <laughs> Aaron Judge could win the Triple Crown. He's batting 310. Um, 10 points behind Luis Arias. 
and obviously he's leading by like I I still am just dumbfounded how many home, more home runs he has than everyone I else. Know. It's he has twenty more home runs than Kyle Schwarber, who's in the National League. Yeah. And then guess who's second in the American League in homers? Who's that? Guess. Uh second in the American League behind Judge then? Yeah. Um I mean Jordan hasn't hit one in like thirty games. He had thirty one. Um Oh, it's gonna just who is it? I can't think. Arguably the greatest player of all time. Oh, Trout? Yeah. Wow. Trout has 35. Crazy. He's played 102 games. <laughs> that's unbelievable. Yeah, he, he just had that um, streak end of seven straight with yeah. the homer. If he would have hit eight, that would have been a record. Yeah, He's man. been playing crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, And then guess who's right behind him? Shohei Otani, 34. <laughs> My gosh. They're, they're going to win it next year. I know they are. Win, win what? The World Series. Okay. <laughs> I was wondering what, what they were going to win. A division, a, a playoff spot. Every year we're going to, I'm going to have them in the playoffs. Oh, then me too. Of course. Yeah. I think yep. their problem is, is they always try to just go for the free agent and like free agent route when like you got to develop players. Cause actually the Dodgers have like a lot of their players are homegrown people. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I love. I was watching some Mike Trout's home runs, like a comp- compilation of all his ones he hit in the streak. Mike Trout's swing is beautiful. It's all like it's all like dead center, isn't it? I mean, he's just yeah. It's so stuff. like compact and like like yeah. quick. It's just amazing. Like I think yeah. he made like the beautiful swing. <laughs> it's it's going to be a tremendous last couple weeks here as Cardinals fans, but as baseball fans, it's gonna it's gonna heat up here. It already like, is. Also, Judge and Albert, they're using like specially marked balls when they mm-hmm. pitch to them because they're getting close to these records, mm-hmm. which I it's kind of interesting. Like they literally yeah. like will have the pitcher throw out a ball when they come up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like what do you mean? How does that work? I don't know. I don't understand like what mark they put on it, just so like, they know it's the real ball. I guess. Okay. If it gets hit out, like the the person gives it back, it's the real one. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. That's yeah. what I think the marking is for. Yeah. I mean, I was about to transition to college football, but we got it. We got an interview that we got to. Oh, yeah. Here. Yeah. True. So, <laughs> forgot about that. Uh, yeah, I did too. Uh, but everybody enjoy Nathan Walker. He's a blast. And uh, let's go, Blues. Go, Blues. What's going on, everybody? Today we have another terrific special guest. He's our first hockey athlete to join. He was drafted by the Washington Capitals in the third round of the 2014 draft and made his debut during the 17-18 season. He has spent time with the Capitals, Oilers, and now our St. Louis Blues. He won a Stanley Cup in 2018 with the Capitals and is the only Australian to ever make it to the NHL. Welcome to the pod, St. Louis Blues forward Nathan Walker. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you. Nice intro. There <laughs> we go. Yeah, so... I've uh, I've listened to some of your other interviews, uh, Spit and Chicklets, and uh, other you know popular podcasts like that. So I'm trying to find questions that are not the cliche normal ones that people ask you. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, but I have found some. Uh, I want to go through some like home, like went in uh, Australia, and some family questions because you're a new uh, father to a, another kid there. Um, yeah. But obviously, some questions on the ice. So. I guess we can get it started with uh, being from Australia, not a big hockey hockey market. 
Uh, how did that all begin? And, and uh, how did you become, I guess, uh, interested in hockey at that point? Um, just my brother and I went to a rink one day. Uh, I was probably five, six years old, and uh, my brother was a little bit older than me. And we just we just saw ice hockey being played. And um, pretty much from there on, we just decided to give it a go. And then ever since we stepped foot on that ice, you know, we we both loved it. And, um, yeah, no, I just I just kind of stuck with it and just, just kept wanting to play. So, like, how did you go training? Because, I mean, is there a lot of training for that down there? Yeah, um, a lot of long drives my parents made. Um, I mean, we'd go out once a week, but it would be probably an hour, hour and a half away. And, uh, you know, we wouldn't get back until, you know, 11, even midnight and then go to school the next day. Um, but we wouldn't we wouldn't practice too much. It'd probably just be just be once, twice a week at most. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then, obviously, I mentioned you being the only Australian to ever make it. Hopefully, there's more coming. Um but with that being said, is that something you take pride in? Because I know a lot of people talk about it. So is that something you yeah. take pride in? I mean, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I, I kind of look at it at the end of the day. There's thousands more hockey players in the world that are playing the game they love. And um, I kind of look at it that way. But then I guess when you take a step back and you realize that, you know, there's there's only a couple a couple of you from, you know, Australia. And, um, you know, it, it is pretty special. And obviously, I'm very proud of that. And, uh, you know, obviously, the hockey community back home isn't very big, but it is definitely a proud one. And, uh, you know, it's definitely good to, to go back home and share the stories with them and, um, you know, kind of help them along the way too. How's the hockey scene right now? Could you keep up with it at all? Is it growing? Yeah, it's, it's growing slowly, slowly, but surely, um, you know, obviously the, the climate doesn't help with it being so sunny there all the time, yeah, but, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's obviously expensive too. I'm sure a lot of parents can agree with me on that one, that hockey is expensive now. And, um, you know, there, there's different sports, you know, it's a lot easier to grab a rugby ball and a soccer ball and, kick those around than it is to get skate sticks, helmet, gloves, all the, you know, all the equipment. So I think the, I think the hockey shops back home are doing a really good job of, um, you know, kind of making the accessibility to uh, all the equipment better, but um, you know, it's, it's going to take time for sure. And then you mentioned soccer and rugby. So I'm in the belief that if you play a lot of different sports, it helps you like, don't just stick to one. Like, did you play soccer and rugby uh, growing up? Um, I played a lot of rugby growing up. I'd play soccer with school and, um, you know, cricket, uh, basketball, yeah, pretty much every sport you could to, to get out of some sort of class and, and <laughs> yeah. get out on the field and play. I did it, but, uh, no, I, I agree with that. I think the more sports you play when you're younger, you know, the better, it, the better it is for, you know, long-term hand eye and all that kind of good stuff too. And then I also mentioned in the intro family wise, I mean, you're now a father of two. Was it a boy, girl? Yeah, that, yeah. we just had a little boy. Yeah, he's right uh, four months old. Yeah, thanks. Gotcha. Yeah, you know, he's doing great. He's getting nice and chunky now, which is good. So, <laughs> it's, um, you know, he's, he's doing well. He's doing well. Thank you. And then is your what's your first uh, what's your first child, boy, girl? My daughter. Yeah, her, her name's Winter. Okay, right on. And how, yeah. how, how old is she? She'd be about two and a half right now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're, you're enjoying it? I am. Yeah, it's obviously there's some days. There's some days where I guess it's a struggle, but um you know, that's part of parenthood, you know, they definitely push you to your limits, but it's, um, you know, at the end of the day, you always go to bed smiling and, you know, knowing you got two healthy, beautiful kids. So that's, you know, that's the main, the main point of it. For sure. Lack of sleep at all. Oh, <laughs> if I say yes, then my wife might get mad at me. So I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm going to say no, cause I don't really do a whole lot, but, yeah. um, you know, you ask my wife that question, she's going to definitely say yes, lack of sleep. Uh, no, my, my wife does a really good job. She knows, she knows I got a job to do and she's, um, she's very accommodating to that. Obviously, 
you know, there's times when it's, you know, my turn to get up in the middle of the night or, what, or whatnot, but she's, um, you know, like I said, she's very good and very accommodating with all that kind of stuff. I'm not, I'm not a father, but I know it's a, probably a huge, huge change and adjustment you have to make. So uh, I wish you the best of luck with that moving forward. I guess yeah, moving, thank you. moving to more on the ice questions, I guess. Uh, I guess we'll start with the beginning. Uh, winning a Stanley Cup with the Capitals. I mean, that's a handful of people that get to say that. Obviously, we experienced it in 2019, and it was unbelievable. Um, but what was that experience like, especially as a rookie? It was crazy. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, I wasn't there the whole year, and I didn't play, um, didn't play much in the playoffs. And but that that whole experience was nuts. Um, you know, just to kind of be a part of, you know, going through playoff rounds and. Um, you know, being down and around, being up and around, and then, the, you know, the ups and the downs. I think being a spectator and a, a teammate of some of the players that were going through everything was great. And that whole experience, you know, I'll, I'll obviously never forget any of that, um, you know, throughout my whole life. But it was um, it was just such an incredible experience to be a part of. Yeah, so I have a question in a little bit here about uh, kind of your welcome moment in the NHL that a lot of people have, I feel like, in sports. They have that either meeting somebody or a moment that you have playing. I have to ask though, what's it like being around a guy like Ovi? Like it's gotta be surreal, right? Yeah. I mean, um, obviously when I first went to camp, I was, you know, 17 or, you know, 17, 18 or whatever. And, you know, you see him on TV and you see the shot and everything. And then you, you realize you're actually on the ice with him. And I think as a young kid, you, you take a step back and you're like, wow, this is actually quite crazy. You got, Ovi, Backstrom, you got other young guys like Tom Wilson that were there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was just great. It was great to be out there. And like I said before, with the, with the Stanley Cup, it was just such a great experience and, you know, something I'll cherish for the rest of my life. And then you went, you spent a little time in Edmonton, correct? In between? I did, yeah. I got put on waivers, um, got picked up by Edmonton, was there for a few weeks, got put back on waivers, and then Edmonton, I mean, sorry, Washington reclaimed me. Gotcha. And then did you yeah. come here in 2020? Is that correct? Uh, yes. The year after the blues won the cup. I That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so how was that move from, I guess, Washington to, uh, to St. Louis? How was the transition? It was okay. Um, obviously different cities, uh, you know, different style of play, I think, but, um, you know, all the players here were very accommodating. They helped, they helped me so much. Uh, my wife was pregnant with our first actually then as well. So we had a few, um, you know, a few things that we had to do and everyone, everyone helped me. All the older guys kind of showed me the right way. And, um, you know, whether it was their wives kind of contacting with, with my wife, Taylor, to, you know, put her in the right doctors and, and all that kind of good stuff. But, um, yeah, no, it was pretty seamless. They were very, uh, very good to, good to us for sure. I was about to say, I know you have to say all the good things, like you you love it here, but do, do you enjoy it here? I do, yeah, I do. I mean, otherwise I wouldn't have re-signed, right? It's, that's facts, yeah. That's you know, true. I've re-signed, I've signed three deals now with St. Louis, and yes. um, I love it. I mean, you know, if, if I didn't like it here, I didn't enjoy the – the players, the team, the coaching staff, the training staff. If I didn't enjoy it, then I wouldn't re-sign. So I think me just re-signing three, you know, three times here, I think, um, you know, definitely, definitely says volumes of the organization that, that they brought up here. For sure. So I grew up as a, a DP 57 guy. It was my, I met him when I was a little kid. Yeah. And so I got, I got his jersey and I've kept it. Now he's in Detroit, obviously. I have to tell you, I have your jersey on the way. So I'll be rocking that at Enterprise oh, this year. Oh, sick. I love hearing that. <laughs> there good. you go. It's good. Um, <laughs> We've asked like uh, prior uh, athletes we've had on, like uh, if they have any superstitions or uh, any routine. So, what does a game day look like for you? I guess waking up to, to game time. Um, yeah, I just probably wake up. Uh, you know, whether I wake up hungry or not, I'll either have breakfast here at the rink, and then um, you know, just kind of go through my stretching and 
make sure my gear is ready for practice. The little pregame skate we do, take my stick up, uh, go out there, have a 12, uh, 20, 30 minutes, and then jump off, um, you know, either jump in the hot tub, cold tub, do a little transitional contrast like that, uh, grab some lunch, go home, um, and then have a, have a nap for a little bit, depending on how tired I am, whether it's a long one or a short one. And then, yeah, uh, yeah I'll head to the rink usually a few hours before the game and then just kind of get ready for game day um, at the rink. I don't really have any superstitions or anything. I think I got more uh, more routine things that I do, but I wouldn't gotcha. sound quite superstitious at all. Gotcha. And then obviously I've heard only great things about this whole uh, blues squad. Um, and I think you guys are going to be really successful this year. Sadly, it didn't turn out uh, like we wanted it last year. Uh, Benner going down and stuff like that. Um, but I've also seen a, a lighter side, I guess, on social media of a bunch of the guys. Is there a funniest guy in that locker room that kind of stands out? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I could tag it down to one funny guy. I think everyone's yeah. got their own little bits. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, no, I think I, I think everyone's great. Like the whole locker room's good. There's, you know, there's no one that you kind of turn a blind eye to, but everyone's everyone's great. I mean, you everyone gets along with everyone. Everyone's always laughing, having a good time, and I think that makes for a very uh, winning culture at the, at the same time as well. For sure. And and speaking of winning culture, it seems like ever since Chief has gotten here, he's kind of instilled it in all of you guys. And I, I obviously you can't share everything that's going on in there, but uh, we only see kind of like the outside of what he's like. Um, we see him getting fired up in, in the locker room videos and stuff like that on social media. What's it like having a coach like that? And what is, I guess, what is he like? He's great. I mean, um, I think the amount of respect that he has from the players, um, you know, it's huge. He's, you know, whenever he talks, he, you know, he, everyone stops what they're doing and listens to him. And um, he's a great coach. I think he's, you know, he's really good at what he does. And, um, you know, I think as a coach, if you can walk into a room and, and get everyone's attention, that's, you know, that's a great thing too. And, um, you know, I think a lot of guys enjoy playing for him and always want to go to battle for him as well. Yeah. Um, and then I mentioned earlier about uh, your favorite moment, I guess, or made it moment. So I have a, I mean, you can tell me if something pops out to you, but, uh, that's different than what I'm saying here. But first goal in Montreal in your debut, uh, that was kind of a funky goal, wasn't it? It was, yeah. It was, um, you know, obviously you, you draw one up thinking that you're going to go post it in or something <laughs> cool like that. Um, I was kind of just boxing out the winger that was trying to get out to our um, our shooter that we had lined up. And I just boxed him out and the shot ended up going off my uh, backside in the net. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely not how you draw him up, but I'll, uh, you know, I'll for sure take that one. Uh, goal's a goal. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, um, yeah. You had a big time go ahead goal. I don't remember the year, but it was against Washington as a blue. Um in the in the third period there I think there was 9 minutes left. Yeah. Uh, do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, that was I think that was last year. Last season. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that was that was cool. I mean, that was the first time I got to play against Washington in Washington as well and Exactly. Um I think I just got called up the night before as well. And uh yeah, I mean Shannon made a hell of a play. He's, you know, he's such a good player and he's so smart with the puck. I just had to go to the net with a stick on the my stick on the ice and um sure enough he made the play and um uh, you know eventually ended up in the back of the net. Yeah. Uh and then the third one I have here, and I was actually present. I was there. That hat trick against Detroit. Uh, yeah. That place was electric, man. I, I took my girlfriend there that night. We actually took two people that had never been to a hockey game. So you put oh, on a wow. you put on a show that night. They uh oh, nice. they, they like that one a lot. But uh either of those any of those three or is there, is there something else? You met somebody that kind of stands out? I mean, every day, every day, it's kind of like that. Um, I mean, I, you know, I, everyone loves playing the NHL. You know, every every day you're there, you always, you always, you know, count your lucky stars that you're there. And, um, 
you know, I think to be around certain guys and, and hang out with guys and be able to skate with them is, is great. And, um, I mean, I, I probably can't tag it down to one specific moment, but I just, you know, I obviously love playing in NHL and, you know, hopefully I can for years to come as well. And I guess building off of that, that you said that I didn't write this down, but is there, is there guys that you looked up to growing up in Australia in the NHL that you wanted to be like, or have you met any of them or anything like that? Um, I think like when you, when you're younger, you kind of just look at all the good players, but I think as I got a little bit older um, and realized, you know, I'm obviously not going to be six, six skating around. So then you try and find smaller guys that you can maybe play like, or, you know, that you, that you admire, maybe take a thing or two from their game. And there was a lot of, those some smaller guys, like obviously Marty St. Louis was pretty, was pretty good. Um, you know, I really enjoyed watching him and I think Zach Priese is really great. Not mm-hmm. saying he's small, but, yeah. Um, you know, I just think the way he played, he was always being in front of the net. I think if I can take a couple things away from those guys, and I think that could help uh, help potentially my game a bit. For sure. Yeah, I think you're honestly right. You're right there, man. I think you're about to blow up this year. I think the whole team's going to be very successful. Um, and I guess I have to say, um, do you set any personal goals for yourself, like a a goal amount or uh, a system amount, whatever it may be, or do you just want to uh, want to improve? Yeah. Oh, you definitely set goals. I think, um, you know, I always set goals before the season, whether it's, you know, um, just staying healthy, you know, don't get sick, um, you know, try and make sure you're getting your eight hours of sleep, like those kind of goals. And then obviously there's goals you want to hit on the ice too, which is, you know, maybe you want to try to get two hits a game, two block shots a game, Mm -hmm. three shots a game, um, those kind of things. And then obviously that will lead into, you know, you want to score 15 goals, 20 goals, whatever. Um, but yeah, no, every, every year I set goals myself and, um, you know, I think if you can tick off some of them throughout the season, then, um, you know, usually can count down to a pretty, pretty decent year. And then how was your off season as well? Cause you guys are all back together now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Most of the guys are back in St. Louis now. Good. Um, but yeah, I, I, I head home with my family in the summer and we go back and have winter in Australia. <laughs> there you go. There you yeah. go. And, you, and your brother got uh, married recently as well. He did, yeah. He got married last uh, last summer or last winter. Oh, gotcha, say. gotcha. Yeah, yeah, man. That that's a uh, a busy off season. I I'm sure you're filled with training too, and then you have a new kid. You have to work. I mean, you're probably. This is why it's so special having you here because you're you're jam packed with stuff. Yeah, well, my family's actually back home in Australia right now, which is oh. so it's kind of good time in doing this. Um, yeah. Otherwise, I'd probably have a two year old running around screaming. Yeah, so it's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Think we get it in now before they come over it for sure. <laughs> For sure. So that, that's all I have for today's episode, um, for today's interview, I should say. But it really shows, I mean, the character that you are taking your time out to do something like this. We're not, we're no big podcast. We're just trying to grow here in St. Yeah, Louis. Yeah, no, of course. No, no. And so for you taking your time out, of obviously a busy schedule. And you even said before we hopped on here that uh, somebody bumped into your car and you're waiting for a call from the insurance. Yeah, I'm just not sure when they're calling. So I thought <laughs> we could get this, get this. Get this interview and be uh, yeah. get get this podcast and be good. So just in case they called, but no, they haven't yeah. they haven't called yet. <laughs> there you go. But man, I thank you so much for joining us uh, or joining me. I should say I'm, I'm a. Uh, I wish my other two guys could have been here and experienced this. Um, but we're gonna post this everywhere, and we're uh, really excited for uh, all our listeners to get to know you more. I'm I'm very blessed to get to know you more, and uh, obviously, best of luck this season moving forward. Yeah, thank you very much. No, I really appreciate having me on. It's, um, you know, I always love sharing my story and um, always love answering questions about the game of hockey and St. Louis as well. It's, it's, uh, it's great. Perfect. So, yeah, we guys, uh, we hope you guys enjoyed the 
interview with Nathan Walker was a super fun experience. Um, I, again, I wish Zach could have been there. It was, uh, work super, grind. Super cool. Yeah. I totally you did. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. I've yeah, not was... listened to it yet, but I know you did great. <laughs> it was a fun time. It was a very fun time. Very cool opportunity. Um, and obviously very blessed that he took his time out of a crazy schedule because they're in training camp right now. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he had to find time between that and his family's still in Australia, he said. So he said that it works perfect because he would have to, uh, he has two kids. One's two and a half and one's four months old. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So he's, he's a busy, busy dad. So I think he's going to have a breakout year. I told him that I, I said, you're right around the corner. Um, I think you, you and the whole team will be very successful this year, but he gave some inf- insight on chief, uh, the coach for the blues yeah. and stuff. And Ruby. I asked him, yeah, I asked him funniest player on the team and stuff. And yeah, it was, it was a good time. Yeah. Don't spoil. Um, no, I won't. I won't. I will say that I am a little disappointed that you didn't have this as you, did you see it? Knowing you, you claim you're a big hockey guy, but uh, Jordan Kairou, Kairou mm. eight year extension. Yes, yes, and I'm that's actually true because I'm I'm very torn about it. Like I'm glad he's here for sure. It's the but same you, amount do you of think money. We overpaid him a little bit, probably a little bit. He got he got the same amount as Robert Thomas, and I like Robert's overall game better. Mm-hmm. Kairou Kairou's not very physical and, and defensive, but he's also twenty. He is for sure. Um, Hit the weight room, a, get some muscles. Yeah. Exactly. He, he's more of a finesse guy, but again, he's only 23 or 24. So hey, sometimes you just need the finesse. Uh, what are they That's called? The uh, snipers. Yeah, yeah for sure. NHL. For sure. For sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, but let's get some college football going. Um, we, we, we already talked about everything that happened last week. So this is our preview part uh, for the preview. Tomorrow, I guess if you're listening to this on Friday, it's for Saturday. Uh, but what are some games that stand out to you? Because I hope my team is in one of those, one of those for you. Yeah, I put it on there just because, even though they'll probably get blown out. But uh, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, my first one, I don't, I didn't put like the lines on any of them, but uh, I don't think that really matters. Mm-hmm. One game that I don't think a lot of people know of, but two of the quarterbacks in this game are like super athletic, and that is Louisville versus Florida State. Louisville's one and one, Florida State's two zero. But Malik Cunningham of Louisville is like Lamar Jackson, but like he's crazy athletic, so fast. And then Florida State is Jordan Travis, who's super athletic as well, has a bunch of rushing yards and passing. So that's exciting, and that's on like ESPN. Um, I threw this one in there because Mizzou. Yeah. Uh, they play Abilene Christian. If they lose that game, you got to fire Drinkwitz, which I don't <laughs> think they will. Yeah, but like I, it's literally not even on. It says it's on ESPN Plus. So I think if you're in probably like Missouri, you'd get it on like SEC Network or something like that. Mm -hmm. Probably somewhere, I'm assuming, because it'll be on locally. Um, My next one is Oklahoma versus Nebraska, which obviously Nebraska um, uh, fired Scott Frost. Nebraska fans rejoice. They have an interim head coach. Sometimes when the interim comes in, they get team gets fired up. And Nebraska has talent. Like they have a solid quarterback, solid uh players. And Oklahoma's going to Nebraska, so a little hostile environment. Uh I saw a tweet today, which I don't know if this would really make a big big difference or not, but I'll say it. Why not? Um, but Dylan Gabriel of Oklahoma, their quarterback, he played at like UCF. Um, and I don't think he's really played in an environment like Nebraska where like a packed crowd of like 80,000 people. Cause Nebraska, if they're good or bad, the stadium is packed. Mm-hmm. Like Nebraska football is like 
big. Wasn't Nebraska supposed to be like better this year? Yeah. And th- is that why they fired him pretty early? Yeah, he's been like he's been there for this maybe his fourth year. He's been like god awful like huh. every year. Gotcha. And he was really good with UCF. He was at UCF whenever they like crowned themselves mm. the national title champions, which is Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little stupid. <laughs> um another game just because I hope this one team loses and you'll probably guess what team it is whenever I say it. It is a uh, Cal versus Notre Dame and it's at Notre Dame. It would be a I love you, Conlon, but it would be so funny if Notre Dame loses two games in a row at home. Their starting quarterback did get hurt. He's out for a while, but like, with all due respect, like anyone could have played better than he did against yeah. Marshall, but Notre Dame's favored, but I hope Cal wins. <laughs> there you go. Um, sorry, Conlon. Um, so one of the two ranked game, like ranked, uh, games this weekend, BYU versus Oregon. BYU's 12, Oregon's uh, ranked 25. Yeah. This will be interesting. It's at 3.30, so, like, I may actually watch this game because those pack, those out west games are, like, sometimes, like, so late. Like, yeah, the BYU-Baylor, yeah. they're awful. Yeah, it was, like, 10 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, but this is at 3.30. It's in Eugene, so I'm thinking it's going to be an upset. Oregon It's going to pull it out. So you think Oregon there? I, I'm, I'm leaning that way, too. They're kind of going in opposite directions. I mean yeah. – I guess to an extent, like Oregon um, won last week. Didn't they play somebody really small last week? Probably. But I mean, the first game against Georgia, that was yeah, like a disaster. They, they have a new coach too. Um, yeah, I think he's like he was defensive coordinator at Georgia. So, and do you like Bo Nix? You like Bo Nix? I hate Bo Nix. I think he's like, like talent so like... overrated. He's okay. not that good. Okay, exactly. That's what I see everywhere now. He just like runs around. He's like very, uh, not efficient throwing. Mm-hmm. He throws, gets like 50 completion percentage and then just runs around. Um, gotcha. yeah, I'm not a fan of him. Another game, but I'm pretty sure BYU's quarterback's like really good or solid. Yes. I mean, he played, he definitely played well last week against, uh, Baylor. Yeah. Hall, light, light skin guy, yeah. Jaron Hall. Yeah. Probably a Mormon. <laughs> Yeah, probably. Um, my next game is uh Penn State twenty two is going to Auburn. I don't think Auburn is supposed to be that good this year, but you're playing Auburn at home, and I've never really been a big Penn State fan, so I hope Penn State loses. I, I think Auburn gets that one. I'm not a big Auburn fan either, but mm-hmm. I always just think Penn State gets very overrated sometimes. Like everyone's going crazy about Sean Clifford. I don't think he's that great. Exactly. Um, this next game I put on there just because it's where college game day is. App State versus Troy. I'm tuned into that college game day because it's going to be nuts. Cause... So my my miss. I mean, again, I'm I'm starting now this year really with college football, and I feel like I'm doing a pretty great job so far. Um, okay. But with, but uh, why is it at App State? Is that just because of the last week? I think because they upset Texas A&M and Miami. Because it most likely, if A&M won, it would have been at another game. I'll mention. I'll just mention it right now. A&M plays Miami. This weekend, and I think if AM A&M won, it would have been at uh, I don't know where that game's being played. It's at AM. It's at AM. Yeah. Yeah, they so, probably would have been at that game, but because I think App State won, um, they're going there because I think I don't think Troy's actually that good. I didn't think so. They're one and one now. Yeah. But uh, 
it's just going to be a crazy atmosphere. Like you saw how they were. It's in the hills of mm-hmm. North Carolina. It's going to be nuts. Yeah. And Luke Combs is the guest picker, so that's cool. Gotcha. Uh, Texas A&M wise, are you in the belief? I mean, they got upset too. Obviously, we just mentioned it, but um, are you in the belief that that's they were? I mean, we. I think you even said they were overrated coming into the season at yeah. six. They get so, overrated a lot. So, do you think Miami knocks them off and then they're? Out I think Miami beats them. Yeah, Miami has okay. a way better quarterback, Tyler gotcha. Van Dyke. Um, he's really good, and I want Miami to beat him because we play Miami later this year too at home. You know what I find interesting they with college that football? Game. What, what I find it really, what I find really interesting with college football, is that it's not like college basketball where you have March Madness. Yeah. So like you have a tournament and anybody can win it. So I mean, a school like Texas A and M, you lose to App State. Like I would just want to see what it's like to be a a a locker room, because you know your chances of a national championship are way like gone. Like yeah, basically gone. You have to like yeah. win out. So that I mean, what do you? I mean, it's so hard to play for some of them when when you guys have aspirations to do that. Yeah, and like I know we're like you're 22, I'm 23, but mm-hmm. like these guys are 18 to like our age. It's yeah. not like you're pros. Like you get kind of I don't know. It's you're not as mentally tough as a professional. So yeah, I mean in the NFL when there's a big upset, like the Colts tied, and I thought the Colts were going to blow them out, but they're I mean they're going to play next week and yeah, they, but they you're all playing you're all playing professionals like these are just yeah i don't know i think some of the i just think texan probably went to that game thinking like yeah we're some hot shots and they just probably. got overconfident um yeah and didn't take them seriously which obviously they didn't um so this next game i i don't think it's on anything to watch but i re- really would want to watch this game um missouri state plays at arkansas Mm-hmm. And Missouri State is really good. They're a good FCS. They were ranked in FCS. Um, my friend and Kaylee, she's at Missouri State, but my friend, he went to Missouri State. He's like, they're they're good. They got a Arkansas's old coach, so keep mm-hmm. your radar for him, so he doesn't uh, pick up any girls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> crashes a motorcycle, <laughs> but uh. I, I think Missouri State will play a lot better. Like, it'll be a lot closer than people think. Mm-hmm. Um, So, I, I don't think, yeah. I think, yeah, it's on ESPN+. Plus. So, yeah, I won't be able to watch yeah. that. Stupid. Um, NC State versus Texas Tech. 16 NC State versus Texas Tech. I think that Texas Tech, they that's just do the air one. raid. So, like, they can win any game or lose any game. Yeah. That's a good matchup. It is at North Carolina, Texas Tech's 2-0. They beat Houston last week with their backup quarterback. So I kind of want Texas Tech to win, and I don't because NC State plays Clemson in, in two weeks, and I think I'm going to that game. Uh-huh. But if NC State loses, then tickets may be cheaper. So Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> kind of playing the pros and cons. But then it'd also be cool if game day was there. Yeah. Um. The last game, because we already mentioned Miami, Texas A&M, is uh, Michigan State versus Washington. AJ's pride and soul, his <laughs> lifelong team. I mean, we'll we'll probably get to a point in like five years. I thought about this the other day. I'm like, how do I convince Zach that to stop giving me crap about Washington? And I was like, I just have to literally just. I probably know it, more about Washington football probably, than you do. Probably do. <laughs> yeah, for Who sure. was their quarterback when they made the college football playoff? Oh, I won't know. I won't Jake know. Jake Browning. Okay. okay. Wasn't he like a sixth or seventh round pick? Oh, I know a quarterback. 
uh, from Washington? Jake Locker. Yeah. Remember Jake Locker? Yes. I do remember him. Went to the Titans. I got really excited, and he just got hurt all the time. Yeah. But I was thinking about it. Like, five years from now, like, you don't give me crap about the Raptors anymore. And that's been, like, two years. So. I don't you're we're you're in Missouri, so like <laughs> you can. I don't even really have a team. I just uh-huh. like players mm-hmm. and hate any team LeBron's on. <laughs> there you go. I was waiting for it. <laughs> but no, do you think Washington uh, has a chance? Because I'm not super high on Michigan State, but I don't honestly, know. I think they do just because of uh, your quarterback, Penix, um, who's a stud. Honestly, I haven't looked at Michigan State. I'm assuming they have like. A uh, quarterback who doesn't really play that good and just has a running back who's really good. So that's the that's their that's their uh, playbook right there every I single mean, year. Thorne, their quarterback, four touchdowns, three interceptions. Peyton Thorne, um, and then uh, Jalen Berger, two hundred twenty-seven yards, uh, seven yeah, thirty-three yards attempts. Carry. So it's yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. balanced I offense. I, I mean, they're on ESPN. They have fifty-three percent. Uh, matchup predictor: fifty-three percent for Michigan State and forty-six. Washington's uh, favorite too. Like Michigan State has to go all the way out to the Pacific Northwest, which exactly. Washington has a cool stadium and mm-hmm. it's loud. Yeah, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be close. I, I, I'm I, rooting for Washington. I, I never. I don't like Michigan State. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's on ABC six thirty, so that should be the Kirk Herb Street game, right? I would think so, unless and, he's doing uh. And in Miami at on ESPN at nine. God, why is that game so late? <laughs> oh, what, what's suck. what's Fowler's first name? The uh, Chris. Chris. So Chris Fowler does the U.S. Open. He does like the major t- tennis tournaments. Mm-hmm. He does a. He's he's literally grown. I mean, I know he's tremendous at football, and he makes him. I mean, do you like him? Yeah, I like him because he I like that I, broadcast team. They're he's really grown. Good. He's grown to be, in my opinion, one of the best announcers in sports. How yeah. he how he called that entire U.S. Open was pretty unbelievable. I uh, will say, speaking of announcers, um, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Like, I know a lot of people give Joe Buck like, um, like crap for not being good, but like he's like one of the best. Like, I I, I sometimes I think I just didn't like him because when he did the World Series with the Cardinals, I think he was trying really hard to not be biased for the Cardinals because he obviously liked the Cardinals yeah. more. And Tim McCarver was a Cardinal fan too. Like, he played on yes. the Cardinals. Yeah. So I think he was like, that's when I kind of didn't like him because he was just like kind of bashing, but like him and Troy are like so good. Well, I thought like, about it. Obviously, the Seahawks winning really helped, but I was thinking like they're actually like, I haven't had any problems with their announcing at all. Oh, they're so game. good. Like they just, yeah. they like their chemistry and Troy just knows so much. I don't know. They're just way better than a lot of other people. Definitely did not feel normal having them on Monday night. Though. Yeah, it, it took me it, a little bit. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Is that is that all you had college football wise? Uh just one more. Yeah. Clemson. There you, you go. Play Louisiana Tech. Yeah. I mean, you beat <laughs> what was the what was the Furman score? Thirty five to twelve. I was not okay. happy with that. We should have scored more, and they shouldn't have scored more. I was about to say, yeah, that's what I, that's what I was going to say. So, but yeah, um, NFL wise, uh, what games kind of stand out to you this week? Let me look. Um, obviously tonight's. Yeah, I was about to say tonight. Yeah. Uh, Chiefs versus Chargers. Chiefs are favored. It is played in Kansas City. Um, Dolphins Ravens. Seems that's, like it'd be a that's fun game. That's one of mine for two. Mine also. Um, and in Baltimore, I think that's going to be tough for the Dolphins. But 
We'll see with that. We'll give our predictions here in a second. Jaguars, Colts. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, Bucks, Saints will be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Lions versus Commanders because it's the first time the Lions have been favored in twenty four games. They haven't been wow. favored in twenty four games. Wow. Which I'm honestly surprised they are favored. Speaking of that Buccaneers Saints game, that's probably my number one this week. Cardinals um, Raiders. That's a good one too. And then also Patriots Steelers. I think that's one that one's gonna be I mean, not maybe must watch because I think it's gonna be really low scoring, but yeah. I think it's gonna be uh a very close game. Uh Bears even. Packers. Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears, so Yeah. Let's see fun. if they let's, let's see if they can bounce back. I mean, I don't think everybody was hyping up the Bears in, in our live today on TikTok. Yeah. And I was telling them like the weather was so bad last week. Yeah. Like, awful. The Bears are not that. It's like no. I think the Packers will probably be ticked off and probably run through them. Lazard should be back and yeah. Um, if if Dak was healthy, I would say the Bengals Cowboys. But I was about to say, I was so you haven't really talked much about that. How how are you feeling about that whole situation? Oh, our season's done. Like I mean, Cooper Rush is great, but I they if they Dak lowered can't it, right? do anything on offense, then we're done. So his his weeks were, were six to eight. Now it's three or four, right? That's what I saw. According to Jerry. Oh, okay. Jerry Jones said that, not that, any that's like a the, health professional. Yeah, that's what the chat was I saying. I don't want so, to do the Russell Wilson where he had to be cool, come back early, mm-hmm. play bad for a couple weeks, and then when it's like the amount of weeks you should have sat out and come back, then you play really good. Yeah. I mean, so what do you think? It's not like it's like a... For sure, yeah. So do you think... Would you just ride it out with Cooper and just get a high draft pick and just have a miserable season or would you try to go get someone like Jimmy G or uh, uh, somebody I, said Tyler Huntley from Baltimore or something? Yeah. I don't want to give up that many draft picks for a backup quarterback for like six weeks though. Exactly. But then at the same time, it's like this whole core that we've had for probably like five, seven years, like Dak, um, Zeke's, this is those last year of his contract. Zach Martin and Tyron Smith are getting older and they're like studs. Um, I guess that's really it. Then a lot of other people are younger. But yeah, exactly. We can't. We yeah. haven't ran the ball like, like we just had to run the ball. Like when Dak first came in the league, we just gave it to Zeke like a ton of times and just ran it down people's throats. And Dak just had to throw it twenty times, like on third downs or take a shot. Well, just I'm pretty sure you're gonna. I'm pretty sure you're gonna be doing it now. I sure hope so. You would think, but I think Kyle Moore gets a little fancy sometimes when it's mm-hmm. just like. Don't do like a triple end around and just run the ball right up the middle. Yeah. Have you at played the same time, Halfback dive works pretty good. <laughs> yeah. And at the same time, you, I mean, you want to, you have CD Lamb, who's a elite yeah. talent. So you want to get him touches. So yeah. He's it, on my bench it, in fantasy. It, I was about to say, I, a lot of fantasy owners are probably. I like CD, that. but the one thing I don't like about him is he's a body catcher. I feel like he's a guy okay. who catches it against his body instead of with his hands. Yeah. I got him. Um, I'm anti-body catching. <laughs> All right, I got you. Um, I think what's your like your biggest blow out of the week? For me, it's the Broncos over over the Texans. I think that's my biggest. Uh, I think they're going they're going to be in Denver, which is tough to play altitude, and then Russell mm. and the Alden boys are probably ticked off because of the Seahawks game. So, yeah, I think I have them like I do have them blowing out the Texans, but I could see the Rams blowing out the Falcons. That's very true. That's very true. Yeah, they're going to be ticked off too. Um. Yeah. 
I mean, the I Browns. Also, might... I, going back to the Cowboys, I think our, our defense played really good. Like we. Oh yeah, for sure. Held like, like good. It's yeah. it's starting like all my my Clemson and Cowboys are turning to the same. They can't do anything on offense, <laughs> but they play good defense. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then one thing before we give our predictions here for week two, um, what is, do you have any overreactions? Because a lot of people are saying the Vikings are Super Bowl contenders. What do you think about that? Honestly, they're really good. Offensively, for sure. Their defense is good, too. They have uh, That's the, thing, yeah. the Smith guy from uh, the it's Packers various. defensive yeah. end. And then they have, look on the other side, they have Daniil Hunter, who's a yeah. stud. Yeah. Like, they can make a run. They're really good. I mean, so do you think they could... I, I, I would say, I mean, I'm sure you agree, the AFC is deeper and stronger at the top than yeah. NFC. So, I mean, we're talking Bucks, Rams. I, I mean, if you think about it, it's possible. It's yeah. doable. Because in the AFC, somebody on live today said, "Hot, my hot take is the Dolphins. My camera just did that again. Do you see that? Did it really? I accidentally clicked like the thing to go full screen, and it okay. did it again. That's weird. That's weird how that works. Um, see your little phone, your little uh, setup right there. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Is that but a no, book? Um, yeah, I have it sitting on like a top of a a stand here, and I got a book to make it even higher. That's funny. Um, but somebody said my hot take is the Dolphins making the Super Bowl, and I was like, I mean, yeah. they got a shot, but then you got Bills and Chargers and Chiefs, and that's tough. Um. Yeah. But do you want to go over our week two predictions? Let's do it. So week two starting t- tonight, um, Chiefs Chargers. I'm going to go Chiefs just slightly. I hate saying it. You picked the Chiefs last week. Um, I think the Chargers without Keenan Allen is going to be tough. So I got I got Chiefs barely. Oh. With that being said, cheering for the Chargers like no other. <laughs> yeah, like Herbert spread the spreads the ball around a ton. Like. Mike Williams got like no catches last week and they won. Exactly. But I think the Chiefs won with that. Actually, mm. do it, Zach. Do it. Chargers. Do it, Zach. Yes, let's go. So did you see? I have not their gone defense. Back. I've not gone back. Khalil Mack not... and what's his face? Uh Bosa. Bosa. So I've not gone back and seen our records from last week. So I was nine and six because I have it on like an app. That I picked. You just said you didn't look back, and then you just name off the your no, record. No, 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 no. Like uh, my ESPN. There's an ESPN, uh, like the app within ESPN, I guess, where you make picks, and so it told me what my record was. But I've not gone back, and I think you slightly did better than me last week. But I'll have to go. <laughs> um, Seahawks 49ers. I got the Niners in this one. Where's it played at? San Fran. Yeah, I'll go Niners. I think Trey Lance balances back. Exactly. Um, if it's dry weather. Exactly, but they don't um, have Elijah Mitchell. That's true. He's, he's I did down. pick up Jeff Wilson. Um, Cleveland Browns against the New York Jets. Browns. I got the, yeah, I got the Browns as well. You don't got to talk about. Don't that need one. to. Don't need to explain. No, not at all. Uh, the Commanders go to Detroit to play the Lions. I have the Lions in this one. Not very confident by saying that, but yeah, I'm gonna go the Commies. Okay. There we go. I think their offense, low key, it's good. Their receiving core is really good with McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, Jahan Dotson. Yes, I mean Antonio Gibson in the backfield too. I mean I like it. Uh, You got Carson Wentz playing like it's the Super Bowl every play. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just eliminate those screen passes, dude. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Um, 
Saints, Buccaneers. It's in New Orleans, so I'm going to go Saints. Mm-hmm. With that being said, I have the Buccaneers in the Super Bowl. But yeah. You picked the Buccaneers in the Super Bowl too, so we all have the Buccaneers in the Super Bowl. I picked the Buccaneers winning the Super Bowl. That that's the difference. Oh, you picked yeah. them win it. Tom Brady going out on top. Yep. Against the Chargers. I'm gonna go Bucks. I love Jameis, but the Bucks. Yep. There you go. Uh Panthers visit New York. I I mean New York obviously a big upset win last week against Tennessee. I do have Carolina winning this one. That might bite me in the butt. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm going Carolina too. Okay. There you go. Um, Patriots go to Pittsburgh. I have the Patriots in this one. No TJ Watt. Mm. This is tough. This is going to be like the the boringest game ever. Yes. I think it's the closest game of the week. It's going to be like 10 to (laughs) seven. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going Steelers. Okay. Mitchell Trubisky. The Colts visit Jacksonville. Now, the Colts tied last week, and Jacksonville with a really close game against Washington. Jaguars. The Colts haven't beaten Jacksonville at home since 2012. Oh, man, you think the Colts go 0-1-1 to start? No, did you hear what I just said? The Colts haven't won in Jacksonville since 2012, I believe. You said 12? 2012. Wow. They lost last year. Yeah. I can look it up. Dang. When? Oh, my God. Man, I have a hard time going against them. That's a pretty crazy stat. <laughs> Let me see. When was the yeah, last find, time the Colts find beat? That. If, that, if that's true, then I'll I'll roll with it. Okay, I want... Yeah, how do you even look that up? Uh, there's probably not like a... There's not stat. a lot. I'm looking at an article from like 2016 right now. Gotcha. Or 2020. Okay. That would be crazy though. I think Jack- it's some it's they've beaten like a they've beaten up a bunch. All right. Come on, just tell me. <laughs> just tell me. I mean Jack I mean I think it's gonna be close either way, because I think Jacksonville um obviously has improved this year and I think they played pretty pretty dang solid last week against Washington. Either either team could have came out with that one, so but you, you said Jacksonville, okay. right? Yeah. So they've beaten them. Um, this goes all the way back to 2015. So maybe they've won every, every game since 2015. Yeah, at home. I'll go Jacksonville then. I, I'm a believer in stats. <laughs> in 2018, the Jaguars beat them six to nothing. Jeez. And that was yeah. when Andrew Luck played on the Colts. I'll go Jacksonville with you. So we both got Jacksonville in that one. Uh, the Miami Dolphins visit the Baltimore Ravens. We mentioned this one. I do have the Ravens in this one, but I think it's going to be very close and probably one of the most exciting games of the week. Yeah, I'm going to go Ravens. Lamar Jackson looked really good, and I think he's way better than Tua. Even yep. though Tua, you just got to throw to Tyreek Hill a couple times, and boom, exactly. you can score like 30 points. Tua did his job, and I don't work this Sunday, by the way. This just popped in my head. I am literally sitting on my couch and watching football all day long. I'm so excited, bro. Uh, Rams versus the Falcons. Rams for me. Um, Falcons. No, I'm kidding. Rams. <laughs> okay. I do love uh, Marcus Mariota. I think it'd be closer. Here's an interesting one. Even for the rest you. of that, it could be a blowout. <laughs> the Bengals at the Cowboys. Bengals, not even close. You, you think so? Yeah, we have no shot. Okay. Yeah, Cooper I was thinking Cut, Cooper Rush or yeah, Cooper Rush. He did beat the Vikings last year. Exactly, and your defense is going to keep you 
close enough, I would think. But I'm telling you, the loss of Amari Cooper is way bigger than people think. I also wonder what it's doing emotionally in that locker room to have Dak go down because you had high expectations. Yeah, so I, I wonder how they're feeling as as a group. But yeah, yeah we, I guess we didn't really have all our receivers back. Like Gallup's not back yet, and James Washington's mm-hmm. out for a while. I didn't even know you got James Washington from Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Okay. He broke his foot like a week into training camp. <laughs> I did not know you guys got him. Uh, but yeah, I'll go Bengals also. The I hope Texans, Joe Burrow sucks. The Texans visit the Denver Broncos. Broncos for me in that one. Broncos. Yep. Uh, the Cardinals visit the Las Vegas Raiders. I got the Raiders in this one. I'm going Raiders too. Right on. Right, let me see. Let me check real quick. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be pretty close. Uh, but the Cardinals just did not did not uh, impress me last week like I thought they were against Kansas City. I thought they'd. Um, I picked them to win first of all, but not. It was like forty-four to twenty or something like that. It was. It was. It was ugly. Not good to see. And I'm I sorry. Kyler I gotta look up, up something really uh, important. Yeah. No worries. Uh, what? That was okay. that was sar- that was sarcasm, wasn't it? What are you looking up? I'm looking up when the next <laughs> double XP weekend for Call of Duty. Is. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> okay, so. This could change my pick right here. <laughs> okay. Okay, what what day? I need to know the day. That's hilarious. September twenty eighth, October sixth. I'm picking the Cardinals. It's not double XP weekend. <laughs> you going Cardinals? Yeah, why not? All right. I'll go Raiders. And then we're down to our final three here. Sunday night football. Bears in Green Bay versus the Packers. I got the Packers in a blowout. Packers. Right on. We got two Monday night football games, which is kind of kind of odd. The Titans versus the Bills. I got the Bills in another blowout there. Yeah, Bills. And this, I mean, this could be the, remember we talked about the Titans? Like, are they going to be 500? Are they going to be competing for the division at all? Yeah. I mean, the Titans that, beat the Bills last year. We check, look at that division. Especially if the Colts go 0-1-1. Which I mean, division? Oh, uh, the, the AFC South. South. But I don't think the Texans have a chance, but Jacksonville gets a win this week. We see yeah. trends going with Col- or, uh, Colorado. Houston's in first place. And, yeah, man, that's crazy. Um, and then the last game of the week, Vikings versus the Eagles. Dang, it's in Philly. Oh, man, that's, that's a tough one for me, man. Ooh, this is hard because it is. I would pick the Vikings if it was like a 1 p.m. start, but it is prime time. Kirk Cousins has not <laughs> yeah. performed well in prime time. <laughs> that's, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> but Jalen Hurts, will he be able to? run as much or will he have to actually throw which I don't uh-huh. think he's as good at yeah I'm going Vikings I was high on him and I, I don't like go, the Eagles I think I'm going to go Eagles even though I'd rather the Vikings win uh, I don't like Philly anything but yeah I'll probably go Eagles in this one but yeah that those are our picks for week two uh, again it starts in about 100% what, right two hours something like that Chargers Chiefs I'm actually yeah. very excited for that one I am too that's good that's gonna probably be play some Madden football be the show before the game yeah I wish I could man I gotta go uh, bring Hannah some food. Ugh, unreal. Why do you have to bring her? Where's she at? She's at work. Oh. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, those are our picks for week two. We hope you guys enjoyed the episode, enjoyed the interview. We will be back Monday, filming on Sunday. Recap um, the football weekend. It'll be fun, man. I'm, I'm and... liking this. I said this last in this format, bro, where yeah. we do the preview and then we, you and I just chat up some football. Yeah. We need to keep track of our, uh, or how many? Or every Thursday, every time we do the pre, the preview. Yeah, we'll uh, 
we'll do our like record from the last week. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to do because the time we we film on Sunday, not all the games will be done yet. Exactly. Do you want to do like our record overall or just the that week's record? Uh, we can do overall and that week. Okay. I'll put it in parentheses. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> there you go. All right, guys. Everybody have a good weekend. Enjoy some football. Enjoy uh, spending hopefully time off from work, whatever it is. We will see you guys next time. See you guys. Thank you.